Good morning and welcome to Mornings on Main Street for this Wednesday, the 17th of January. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. Thanks for stopping by today. Well, you guys, we are on day three of snow. And yes, I'm sure it was fun on the first day when those flakes fell. But, you know, now it may be just a little too chilly or you may have just had enough snow. So what do you do inside? We have some fantastic art ideas on how those kiddos can get creative while spending time there at home. We have that coming up for you this morning with the owner from First Light Arts Academy out of Franklin. And then after that, I am going to introduce you to a professor from Austin P. State University whose free time is spent making incredible 3D wood art. Cannot wait to share her work with you and where you can find it. And then lastly, we talk about nutrition this morning. But first, let's get a check of those headlines and stories that you'll find at MainStreetMediaTN.com. In this now second session of the 113th Tennessee General Assembly, there is a slate of public safety initiatives aimed at strengthening mental health resources, enhancing school and community safety, and supporting victims of violent crime. This was put up by the Tennessee House Majority Leader, William Lambert, a Republican from Portland. You can read through those initiatives by going to our website, MainStreetMediaTN.com. Ashland City Elementary STEM Academy is now the new location for the Family Development Center of Cheatham County Schools. Now the center assists with employment, education, housing, mental health, and finances by providing all of that information for you there. Learn more at our website by going to the Cheatham County Exchange. And then fun in the snow is what so many of us have been having since Monday. We'll visit MainStreetMediaTN.com for a look at pictures from around Middle Tennessee. Some shots are, of course, the beautiful wintry landscapes. And then others are, of course, of youngsters and families just having fun outdoors in the snow. Let's get a check of the forecast now with the team over at Tennessee Valley Weather. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Channel, this is your weather today. Hey folks, good morning to you. Ben Luna here with you in the Home Weather Center, wishing you a fantastic and still safe Wednesday morning. Extremely cold temperatures remaining across the area as we head through today. Many of you adding about 5 to 10 degrees as opposed to where we were yesterday for today's high. That should top out at around 25 to 26 degrees under a partly cloudy sky. Now again, temps overnight will nosedive all the way down to the low to mid-teens across the entire area. And looking ahead to Thursday, we'll start with partly cloudy skies tomorrow. However, more clouds build in and a clipper system dives down across the mid-state region, producing the possibility for a wintry mix. Now, depending on your exact location, northern parts of the region could see a few rain showers. Central areas could see a mix of sleet to snow, and southern areas could see a little bit of snowfall again. This should not last long and be out of here as we head toward Friday morning. Now, Friday afternoon will clear again, back to partly cloudy skies, and temperatures, well, after being well above freezing for the high on Thursday, we're right back down again Friday to around 28, and then you'll notice the 20s here for your Saturday. Warming up again, though, as we look ahead to Sunday and points on into next week. That's a quick check on your weather on Main Street. Thanks for stopping by. Have a blessed Wednesday, and we'll talk to you soon.
Well, when the snow becomes a little too much outside, you don't want to get back out in the cold weather. What do you do? How can you keep the little ones busy inside? We may have the solution for you this morning. We are getting some fantastic ideas for occupying our time over the next couple of days if those kiddos are still out of school. We have the owner of First Light Arts Academy out of Franklin. We have Dennis Davis with us this morning. First off, Dennis, thank you so much for your time. Well, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you. And before we dive into how, you know, the little ones can stay uh, engaged in creating art at home, first tell us about what you have going on at First Light Arts Academy. Well, we, uh, we've been doing this for 18 years now, going into our 18th summer. Um, it's an art school. And we, we do kids, teens, and adults. We have classes in mostly in traditional art. We also have cartoon classes. We have a really fun, strong uh, summer program with camps and things. And, uh, all of that's online. You can, you can join up anytime. It's uh, firstlightart.org. Thank you for sharing that with us. Well, then my big question for you, since you, you know, you know, all things art, other than, you know, coloring books and crayons and markers, what else can kiddos do? Or even, you know, those in their teens, how can they, you know, spend their time at home creating art? Yeah, it's, you know, it, it seems when you're a parent, it seems like sometimes you're trying to push a ball uphill um, trying to get your kids to do something and you know, your kids are creative and, and you start working on them and you tell them to, Hey, go, go to the art cart or whatever you have at home. You've got a, a bin or something. And they just, they, they're just not motivated. Uh, and it feels like you're trying to build a snowman. And you know, when you build a snowman, I'm using the snow analogy because it seemed appropriate. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, you're pushing and, and the ball gets bigger and bigger and heavier and it's harder and harder to, to deal with. And sometimes the kids are like that. They resist you. And so you go on the Internet and you look and look and you find this really cool project that you would like to do. And, and they're just not in, excited about it. So you feel frustrated and that just creates a lot of tension. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Uh, my advice is to quit trying to push a snowball and just find a hill. So the parent's job isn't to solve the problem but to, to get the kids to the top of the hill so uh -huh. that when the, the ball gets rolling, they'll take it away. And it's gravity. It, the kids are creative. Once you kind of figure out uh, a plan or just give them a direction, you're looking for inspiration, ideas and inspiration. And when, when you first come to somebody and you say, hey, do something, that's everything. It's just too much, and it's kind of intimidating. And art is always like that for artists and any anybody who's creative. Everything's so intimidating, and you, you just need to kind of narrow it down. So it's not all the hills. It's just one hill. So you just need to find one hill for today to help the kids kind of get the ball rolling. That is great. I love, I love what you just shared there. So, okay, give us an idea maybe where we can get started on what that first hill. Like? So, um so the first thing you want to do, and, you, and most parents have done this, kind of found a place for kids to work. So create a workspace, get all the materials that you can find compiled so they don't have to wonder what, so they're not limited. Um, you know, and some people may not realize what are materials, what are good materials. So I got a little list here. I'm going to read, you know, just stapler, any kind of tape, every kind of tape you can find, paper, scissors, tissues, like Kleenex. 
uh, it, your recycling materials. Cardboard is fantastic. Kids love cardboard. Uh, hole punch, yarn, pipe cleaners, kind of the usual suspects, you know, markers, paints and brushes if you have them. Paper plates are really good for a lot of things. And you can find a lot of little ideas on the internet with those. And, uh, and egg cartons and also sticks, any kind of stick. Leaves aren't very easy to find right now. <laughs> so you, wouldn't, you have to make your own leaves out of paper and scissors, I guess. But you can, you can compile all those things together and then you need to think about a theme for the day. This is one of the magical things that a parent can do and say, hey, today is animal day or even better yet, today is frog day and we're just gonna do frogs. Um, and or have everybody vote or have your children pick out the animal of the day. And you could give them a little bit of direction like, hey, you can do wild animals. You can do African animals. You can do animals from Australia. Give them a little, you know, uh, prompt and then they'll get that ball rolling. Uh, another thing that you can do for inspiration and ideas is to find a book, a favorite book, and see if they want to use that for the theme for the day. Um, a, a movie is, is great. Their favorite video game. You can use a video game to do non-video game stuff. And kids do that all the time. And it's really fun for them because it's something they're interested in. They also like to make, make things. Uh, and then I have, I have a list of a few ideas for specific projects. But the, Please, main, the main thing I want to say, though, is kids will invent the projects if mm -hmm. you give them just some parameters so they're not just floating out there in space with everything in the world. It's like too many channels on the channel changer. You don't know what to watch. You think there might be something better on the next channel and you just keep cycling through. So you, you, you give them one thing to kind of, kind of focus on. Mm -hmm. uh, but within that, I've got a little list. I, I made a little list of, of some things that are fun to do. Okay, please share. For different ages too. So masks are always a good thing to go to. Uh, they're, they're fun and easy to make, and then you get to play around with them. Uh, making toys is, is always a good, uh, a, a good maneuver. So you can, you can make a mask out of paper plates. You mm -hmm. just need string. Uh, if you have some elastic, that's even better. Um, and you can make masks out of, uh, one thing that that's really fun is if you have the old fashioned egg cartons, um, I mean, plastic egg cartons can be used for things too, but the old, Cardboard egg cartons, if you cut them, you, two of the little things can become eyes. They can either go forward or they can go back and you can paint them. It can be really fun. And you can find that on the internet as well. Those are really easy to do. Um, and even, even the, the really young ones can, can have a lot of fun with that. Uh, and you can cut the egg crates with, with little scissors. They, they mm -hmm. cut them pretty well. It's not too hard. Um, uh, older kids, one of my favorite things for older kids to do is if you have some sticky notes, you know, the, the sticky note pads, the, the main ones that come in little square pads. Yes. This is a really cool idea. And uh, it's something I invented when I was a kid. And that is you tape up the top of the sticky note pad where it's glued together. And then you have a flip book and you can, it's a wonderful flip book for doing animation. And it flips just fantastic. It's, it's much better than the side of a book because you're not renting a book. And it flips really well. So that's a that's a fun one. Uh, I like and that one. Any age, especially the older kids, um, they'll get into that. Uh -huh. uh, you can you can make anything out of cardboard. 
So, uh, you know, give them a little direction. Like if you have a fantasy day, let's do castles and dragons day. Well, make a castle out of cardboard. All you need is your hands to tear the cardboard and tape to stick it all together. Uh, then if you've got markers, Sharpies and things like that, you can draw bricks all over them. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. You can, they'll just, they'll make anything out of cardboard. All you have to do is give them kind of a sit down and come up with a direction. Um, you know, paper, paper towel rolls and, and, uh, uh, toilet paper rolls are great. One of the things that, that, uh, kids surprisingly like to do that's really, really cheap and easy is you, you wad up, um, Kleenex. I have Kleenex nearby. I just realized, hang on. <laughs> I can't wait to see what we're doing with this Kleenex. This is, this is just like so easy. All you need is one, one Kleenex for the head and another uh -huh. Kleenex for the body and you've got a ghost you just need something a rubber band uh, let's see let me get my, there you need a rubber band right and, that's it and you can you can uh paint and draw faces on that markers make faces on that and you can make a whole little army of these guys and play with them for hours um and and they're fun they they, they fly they're <laughs> some great easy uh anything can be turned into to art projects Oh, I love what you've shared, or at least, you know, this really gets people started. There is no reason to get bored sitting inside the next few yeah. days. Yeah. Thank you so much for this. You're very welcome. So and where did your love for art come from? Oh, um, my parents. Uh, okay. I, I grew up in a very creative, artistic family. My mom was an artist. Um, yeah, we just we always had stuff to do and my mom bought a big book of things to do at home like this that we're sharing and talking about. And I would go to that thing every day and look for things to do and, and, and have fun. Oh, I love it. Dennis, thank you so much. Why not get started also like, you know, maybe a Valentine's day um, gift right. or something, you know, why not? Oh, thank you so much. If we would like to learn more about first slide arts Academy, where do we go once again? firstlightart.org and we're in cool springs oh dennis sir thank you dennis davis thank you for your time we appreciate it and just kind of giving us a little bit of direction thank you anytime stick with us here mornings on main street we'll be right back Beginning January 1, Delta Dental of Tennessee is introducing enhanced benefits for persons with intellectual and developmental disabilities. It'll include extra cleaning times for people with special needs, extra time for exams. More importantly, we will create a training program that any dentist office in the state can go online and pick that up. At Delta Dental, we believe that the quality of oral health care should be accessible and inclusive for all. He shoots. This holiday season, the largest lantern festival in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. 
Witness more than 1,000 handcrafted Chinese lanterns featuring brand new designs, including towering mythical beasts, a life-sized Santa's workshop, and a 100-foot-long dragon. Welcome back to Zoolumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. Take a look at this. Is this not an incredible piece of art? This is a woodworking art that involves inlaying different pieces of wood to make a 3D image. It is known as intarsia. And this morning, I get to introduce you to the woman behind this piece and many others. When she's not in her educator role at Austin Peay State University, she uses the rest of her free time to create this. Let me introduce you to Beatrix Brockman. This is knitted intarsia. So when you have patterns in different colors assembled, so, but this is the wood version. And in knitting it's flat, and in wood it's always mimicking 3D. So I've always been creative, like you saw the pottery upstairs, right? I have a spinning wheel, I spin yarn, I design shawls, I do all kinds of stuff. But my father was a carpenter. So wood is my first love. Wood is very patient with me, and I get almost instant results. So I'm self-taught. Um, there's lots of books, there's lots of YouTube videos where you can, you know, copy and see how things are done. There's actually the most famous intarsia artist in the world lives in Seymour, Tennessee. And she's like the guru of it all. And there's Facebook groups. She's in that Facebook groups so every once in a while. So when she commented on this, I was like, ah, she saw me, right? So that kind of effect. So we have red cedar for the chair. We have cherry here. We have mahogany for the floor. So here, for instance, the mahogany. Somebody on Facebook Marketplace was offering mahogany cutoffs about this long, $5 a piece that they got uh, cast-offs from the Gibson guitar factory. There were marks and stuff in that, so they couldn't use them for the guitar, so they were selling a whole palette. And so I got a bunch of them for $5 a piece. So Gibson mahogany. Uh, red cedar from, uh, yeah, from, from uh, Tennessee is the chair. Um, there's actually a cabinet maker in town who, whenever he has cutoffs, he calls me and says, hey, I got something, do you want it? And then I just go and pick up little pieces from him. He's really wonderful. Uh, walnut from Tennessee, um, and then all these little exotic pieces, like the purple heart, then there's the red one, it's, there's Paduk, P-A-D-A-U-K, and then there's Bloodwood, they're red. Um, we have something called blue pine. Have you ever heard of blue pine? Blue pine is a pine that ha there, where a beetle, or is it a fungus, I don't remember, makes it thick. So it's not, it's not a nice warm color anymore, it turns gray. So that's the so-called blue pine. And this one here is the, uh, this is maple that has been, uh, it has a beetle in it, the so-called ambrosia beetle. So ambrosia maple is sought after by woodworkers because it, it, the beetle makes these marks in the wood. But for me, for the little books, it makes the perfect spine. It looks like an encyclopedia, right? <laughs> favorite, favorite piece is the one of my parents. 
I made a portrait. So there's a photograph upstairs. I can show it a few of my parents uh, at my niece's wedding where they are holding a picture frame and being photographed. And I turned that into a wood piece, but that's in my office at Austin P. I look at that every day. <laughs> yeah, so that, this is going to be my next favorite thing. And previously, the girl with the books in her head, that was my favorite thing. When I, that's why I made three of them. What is that feeling when you finish a piece and you look at it? Love. Never, ever want to give it away. And so one of the things to know is that once you have to put some finish on it, right? So I, I, I don't, like I said, no paint, no stain, no chemicals. So I only put oil on there, natural oil. So either walnut oil or hemp oil. And the colors will change. So if you find some pictures on Instagram, you will see a before and an after. And then this will become even more beautiful once it's oil because then the wood will radiate its true beautiful colors. How often do you surprise yourself? Every time. <laughs> I mean, at the, when I pulled this picture of the internet, I was like, oh my God, I want this, I want to make this. But, I, you know, again, I, I teach composition. Plagiarism is a big fat no-no, so I would never do this without the permission of the creator. And so I wrote to him expecting never to get an answer. And he answers the next day and he says, yes, you may. Thank you for asking. Other people do not ask. They just do. But it's, it's non-commercial. And I said, that's understood. I would never want to profit of his, you know, I mean, this is his intellectual artistic property, right? So those things are really important for me. I would like to thank Bee for giving us her time and sharing her love of art with us here at Mornings on Main Street. If you would like to know more, maybe have a piece commissioned, you can do that by reaching out to Bee on Instagram at Carpenter Bee. That is C-A-R-P-E-N-T-A-R-B-E-A. -E -E Stick with us. We'll be right back. At Implant and General Dentistry, we're proud to offer dental care you can trust. Our team, led by Dr. Andrew Flips, is dedicated to serving our community with the highest quality of care. We offer comprehensive dental exams, cleanings, whitening, and more. With our compassionate and experienced team, you'll be able to smile with confidence. Come experience the difference for yourself. Call us today to schedule an appointment or visit our website to learn more. Sherry's Hope is dedicated to sharing the hope of Christ protecting the health of our community, and supporting those who are fighting cancer. You can be a champion of hope this season. When you give monthly to Sherry's Hope, you help meet the needs of families in our community as they are battling cancer. Your monthly gift of $10 or more gives hope all year. Together, we can make a difference. At Chapels, we pride ourselves on offering a wide variety of the freshest fruits and vegetables handpicked just for you. We have a wide selection of the freshest, highest quality meats that will leave your taste buds craving more. Our friendly staff is always ready to lend a helping hand. We believe in treating every customer like family because at Chapels, your family is our family. We've been locally owned and operated for over 60 years. You can visit any of our Chapels locations in Dixon, White Bluff, McEwen, and Centerville.
we have certified nutritionist Emily Grow with us. Emily, first of all, thank you for your time. Of course. Thank you, Stephanie. You're very welcome. So many times, this uh, many people this time of year, they'll start off with some sort of diet. This big diet, January 1st, that's my New Year's resolution, so on and so forth. Right. What should we really be doing when it comes to our nutrition? Yeah, it's a great question. So I think in the New Year, people... Love to set goals, which is awesome, mm-hmm. but a lot of times they can be a little bit lofty and and maybe a little bit like unattainable. Um, so I love to tell clients to set just small, doable actions they can do every day. So whether it's like walking eight to ten thousand steps a day, drinking sixty to eighty ounces of water, mm-hmm. um, just small things like maybe working out three times a week if you're not working out at all. If you're working out three three to four days, maybe like five or six, just whatever is sustainable for you. I think is the most important because. If it's not sustainable, you're not going to be able to keep doing it, and you're just going to fall off come February, March. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people out there, you might be like me. I've got working out down pat. Not a problem, no big deal. I can do that. This is where I find my trouble spots when it comes yes. to food. What should we be putting into our body, whether we're in our 20s or we're up in our 80s or 90s? Such a good question. Um, so I like to say always prioritize protein. First things first, build your meal around protein. So whether it's chicken, tofu, you know, if you're vegetarian, whatever you like, mm-hmm. just start with the protein. So if you don't have enough protein, you're not going to stay full for very long. You're going to be grabbing for the carbs and you want to make sure you're building your meal around protein. So make that your first choice, whether it's Greek yogurt, like I said, chicken, just whatever it is, mm-hmm. start with that and then go from there and then add like Half your plate of veggies and then a fourth like a starchy carb. So like a sweet potato, your corn, whatever you like. Um, so prioritize, pr- prioritize protein. And then also cooking at home is so important. I love to talk to clients about cooking at home. Because going out to eat, I, we all enjoy that. I love that. <laughs> but you don't always know what you're getting. You don't know what the ingredients are. They could be adding inflammatory oils that like, you know, that you don't know. Like they're, they're, you don't know how they're cooking their food. So, um, cooking at home is amazing. Even if you're cooking at home like three to four times a week, just start there. Like start with a small attainable goal that you can maintain and meal prepping is super helpful. So if you prep at the beginning of the week, like have your snacks ready. So when you're hungry, you can go to the fridge and grab those pre-cut veggies with some hummus, or I made some protein muffins. You can make those at the beginning of the week and have those throughout the week, throughout the week. So when I get hungry, I'm going to go for one of those muffins instead of maybe something that's a little less nutrient dense. Like a bag of chips. Like a bag of chips, which is totally fine, but all in moderation is key. Um, and so cooking at home, I think is super helpful for people, even just like a good goal to start with. Like I said, just a couple days a week, if you're going out to eat a lot right now, try cooking at home more, prepping your meals, prepping your snacks so you're prepared. Super, super key to be prepared, set yourself up for success. That sounds really good. So that preparation, again, being key. Talking about snacks. Mm-hmm. So when I tend to grab a snack, I try very hard to grab, say, maybe a banana or a little bit of avocado and like a tomato slice or something along those lines. Perfect. I tend, though, however, you know, I <laughs> love the breads. I love the breads yes. and butter. Yes, totally, which is totally fine. Like I said, it's all about moderation. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I make my own homemade sourdough bread. Actually, it's a new thing I started this year. Very nice. <laughs> yes, it's a whole process, but it's awesome to have my, my own bread, but not everyone's going to do that, which is totally fine fine um you can have the things you love like if you love chocolate which i do i'm obsessed with chocolate i have it like every night just a little piece of dark chocolate Mm -hmm. still have that if you restrict yourself from the things you like then you're gonna end up binge eating them later because you're not letting yourself have them Mm -hmm. so let yourself have the things you like the things you want and enjoy but in moderation don't deprive yes but moderation exactly (laughs) exactly Welcome to Grin Doctors, your trusted pediatric dentistry and orthodontics practice. Achieve healthy, beautiful smiles with our expert care. 
At Grin Doctors, we are committed to your child's oral health and well-being. Trust Grin Doctors, your pediatric dental home for exceptional care. We go above and beyond to ensure the comfort and satisfaction of our young patients. Grin Doctors Kids Dental and Orthodontics is right down the street in Old Hickory TN. Easy to get to and in your neighborhood. You know that feeling you get when your team goes big? You can get that same feeling on Zen Sports. When you sign up for a Zen Sports account, you will receive up to a $1,000 no danger first wager. That's right. When you place your first bet in Zen Sports, you can be reimbursed for the amount of your first bet up to a $1,000 maximum if the bet loses. No other sports book will offer you a premier sports betting experience with 24-7 customer support and faster withdrawals like Zen Sports. Zen Sports. Betting just got better. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 and up and in Tennessee to bet. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Thanks so much for being here at Mornings on Main Street for this Wednesday morning. Have a fantastic rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow.